0: Hello, welcome! (laughs) (laughs) How you jump in like that? Welcome to the Love Hour podcast. (laughs) I'm your host, Miss Kev, on stage, and I've had this much coffee this morning, and it has made me on ten. So we're just gonna go with it. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) If this is your first time joining us, my name is Melissa. Or otherwise known as Miss Kev on stage. I am your host and I'm joined by my husband and co-host.
1: The Kev on stage.
0: And today we do not have a guest. We haven't had a guest in a while. We had a guest last week. No, we haven't not had a guest. Oh. Maybe I said it wrong, but I met just the two of us.
1: No, we haven't not had a guest.
0: We haven't not had a guest in a while. Um, you coffee or cocaine? <laughs> 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 this woman yeah. would be
1: out of here if she did a... Uh, snorkel
0: <laughs> I think it's be uh, number one we didn't She's like <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I think we ate the leftovers yesterday. By the way, I made a delicious meal for Father's Day. You
1: did. You 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 made uh
0: fried chicken. Fried chicken. Cabbage, uh fried cabbage. Rice, right? Rice. rice was regular. Ain't nobody excited. Do good rice. rice. No, no, rice.
1: Rice. you need good don't rice. rice.
0: No, and yeah. then a pound cake. I made a and deviled m- egg. I did make deviled eggs. Smoked double eggs they were pretty good. But I made a um a moscato soaked strawberry pound cake situation. I don't know what to call it. Anyway, I got the inspiration from Darius Cook. Shout out to you, Darius. But he doesn't have the recipe on his website, so and shout out to you, Darius Cooks. <laughs> so, Whisper to you, yes. Darius. So I had to like scour the YouTube of culinary school to find a recipe I thought would be good. And I found this lady, her name is um, Cooking with Carolyn or Cooking with Caroline. I think it's Carolyn actually. And um, I was like, her recipe looks good. She has a lot of views and people seem to like it. So I went with that recipe and it was amazing. It was. It was so good and to the point where I made it on Sunday today's only tuesday so i can't give a really great example but if you know pound cake you know that the day after sometimes it'd be dry and dense and like a brick and we ate it yesterday it was still moist it was so very good
1: it was it was was good man nobody wants a dry pound cake
0: no and
1: I was thinking of saying coochie and I didn't And you got
0: it without me even saying I know saying. but I didn't get it I was like hold on And then I looked at Joshua Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> You want that coochie moist <laughs>
0: too All mm-hmm. the, uh, And according to Goody Howard, Goody sh- Howard Shout out to Howard Goody I thank you for the weekend If you are on it listen this episode's about to be everywhere We do have something planned but right now just let me get this Coffee out my system We had a This is on
1: drugs <laughs> This is literally first for y'all who can't see. She literally
0: had like I know, this but it's a
1: lot coffee. Well, I'm looking it, at the thing and it's still full. I
0: know, but when they when it's bigger, don't they put more caffeine in it?
1: I don't. know. Is that true? I'm glad you never did drugs. <laughs> you are a lightweight. No, like, what I, these drugs?
0: I coffee, know, man. Wait, wait, put it wait. in my face. Heroin. Wait, wait. Because you're wait. Don't distract me. What I was gonna say is that because we ate leftovers yesterday for lunch I didn't have a true dinner and so I was hungry already
1: no we ate we ordered California pizza kitchen last night I only had a salad pizza and then you just didn't eat the pizza
0: (laughs) but that's the point is that I went to bed kind of hungry
1: Melissa's always hungry if you guys don't that's
0: not true I'm not always hungry you don't be eating nothing no but I'm not always hungry I just my appetite is just small I would very much like to not be a part of this narrative (laughs) anyway, the point is that it was amazing and I'm really I was like super super excited about it because I'm I just it was really good and I was excited. Um, but today we do not have any guests and the reason why is because it is our I'm gonna try to make this a thing like our the the episode that comes out the week of our wedding anniversary to allow us the opportunity to reflect back on the lessons we've learned yeah um, so this episode will come out on Thursday the 25th and our anniversary is on the 26th so it'll be that the very next day and we will be celebrating 16 years of marriage high five to that
1: that's a long time that's 20 years no 20 years together
0: 20 years together 16 years which is which is a long time considering we're 30
1: I'm thirty-seven. Okay, you are not. Yet I'm thirty-six. Don't be trying to jump on my age.
0: No, I just forget how old I am. You're two so weeks behind me. May, June, July. Okay, that's probably right. Um, Let's <laughs> um, just drink her coffee like this. <laughs> <laughs> coffee just hits different when you're on an empty stomach. And you're that's tiny. not true. And I am tiny.
1: It's total aside. I be bragging on Melissa, right, all the time. Somebody said, this is, you just remind me of this, and I don't know why I'm talking about it. Maybe I'll regret it. We'll decide after. Somebody was like, would you brag on your wife if she wasn't a size two? Oh, I know. I did I see that. I was it. like, Gu- guys, please, just leave me alone. I don't, I just, I can't, I don't know. She's been this size for her, her whole life. That's all I've known. I'm sure I would be proud of her, whatever she was. <laughs> Why? What am I supposed to say to that? Yes, if my wife would do honour, I would love her. Yes. No, if my wife would not do honour, of course I would be proud of my wife. She was a size 20. Yes, that is like, the correct but answer. Why are you thinking about this? You saw a video of me saying my wife is beautiful. You'd be like, but what if she was big?
0: <laughs>
1: then she would still be beautiful. Just let me live. Just let my get canceled.
0: I, I uh, was listening to Imperial Products.
1: That's that coke.
0: <laughs> Uh, code switch drunk. NPR code switch this morning yes. and the lady was talking about in March I dislocated. look sorry way. she wrote an article and predicted all of the riots and stuff for right now she said that we had all the necessary ingredients in spades was like literally what she said to allow for what's happening right now and she predicted it back in March she's the prophet she's YPJ no she's like a social scientist there researcher. was a social,
1: another guy I, I saw an article a guy post. I don't know if it was a scientist but he said the same thing like through historical data we were yeah. on par for a, this a moment yeah
0: um I don't know why that made me excited but as I was listening to it I was like oh man that's all that's all i have right let's go to your notes okay so today is our anniversary (laughs) episode where we're going to discuss and talk about the very last how many notes do you have a lot uh we're going to talk about the specifically the last year but even more specifically this year like the year of 2020. And the, the lessons that um, this year has taught us. Yes. So before we actually get started on the lessons that we've learned, we want to tell you about Skillshare, a place where you can learn tons of lessons. And we have definitely shared some of the things that we've learned on there. And I've just decided since they offer so many different workshops, everything from graphic design, illustration, photography. Uh, photography productivity freelance entrepreneurship interior design like literally everything uh i've decided to take a photography course on there that'll be i'll tell you guys about it during the next um time that they are sponsoring the podcast um because i keep saying i want to do outfits of the day but every time i do them i don't it's things well, just be looking off the
1: same person they be looking at it and it's like it's not perfect this is dumb i shouldn't do this bye i not make content no more nobody loves me i am small yes
0: these are facts but i feel <laughs> like if i if i when
1: y'all really do it it'd be amazing stuff
0: yeah but i feel like if i can if someone can if i can sit down and have someone teach me via skillshare mm-hmm. then it'll give me the confidence to do it correctly the next time and i'm just See one that. of those people that like to like Give me all the knowledge. Give me all the information. Like, let me oversaturate myself in all the information. Then I'll feel confident in doing it. So I'm gonna take the photography one. Join me, and then let's do a photography. challenge. Oh, we should do a photography challenge, Joshua. Let's do it. Okay, that's the class I'm and taking then, too. Let's go share the photography one. Mm-hmm. Are you really? Yeah. Oh. And then I can repurpose that in the idea that I told you. About. Oh yeah, that's a great all idea. Right, man. It's, it's you about you. yeah, you did.
1: It's settled.
0: Okay, let's do it. Join us. Explore your creativity and get two months free of premium membership at Skillshare.com slash Love Hour. Love Hour. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com slash Love Hour. That's two free months of unlimited access to thousands of classes at Skillshare.com slash Love Hour. Okay. (laughs) the very first lesson that we've learned over the last 16 years and very specifically in this last year of our marriage at least for me some of these are both of ours some of these are like very specifically to me and some of them are very specifically to kevin and i think this one might be both of us um emotional support is real And what I mean by that is more than any other year, I feel like my emotions, even more lately, but specifically this year, my emotions have been all over the place. Highs, lows, middle of the road, super motivated, completely sad, just all over the place with everything that's happened. And then when specifically when you look at and think about just what this year has represented and we're only in June. Like, do you guys remember the good times of January from January first to January twenty fifth? Good times? Like, though the the possibilities for twenty twenty between January first and January twenty fifth, they were just limitless.
1: Ever what? since Isaiah texted me about Kobe, it's been all day. And
0: down that down. was on the twenty sixth yeah seriously literally, that was even before the racism office that's what i'm literally they were so we were looking at 2020 with wide-eyed bushy-tailed rose-colored glasses
1: 2020 is like you mfs don't even know what listen
0: like, <laughs> i mean it was just <laughs> I feel,
1: january 2020 haven't heard that month <laughs> in years
0: Dang. Oh my goodness. And so the the need for me to have someone that oh, I got emotional. But the need to have someone that is as um I wanna talk to you. As stable. Oh, don't cry because you're gonna make me cry. I'm,
1: <laughs> not, I'm not crying. Am I? Uh, yes. This is the worship music already. Uh, no, no.
0: <laughs> The, to be as um, a, like literally a rock in stability that you represent for me when I'm just like I don't want to do it and then I literally you're just like doing this to me like we, we but we have to like <laughs> keep going it's okay okay right. we can stop right now you can rest but then like you have to get up to be that for me and like in the midst of the total and complete and utter turmoil that has been 2020 Thank you. You're welcome. And I wanna say that I've never needed that sense of like rock and foundation and stable stability, not stableness. Um, I've never needed needed that as much as I have in this last year. So thank you for being that.
1: You know, it's funny that <clears throat> our personality differences are needed for mm-hmm. different parts. Like my compress and move on isn't always a good quality, mm-hmm. but when we lost the house mm-hmm. and both the conferences, you were just like, okay, I will, I will shrivel up and <laughs> I cannot do nothing. And we really couldn't like do nothing, yeah. but you didn't have the capacity. So I was like, my ability to not feel and be a robot <laughs> uh, allowed us to like move forward in that moment. And then there's always so many instances where your personality parts Mm-hmm. Uh, sh- uh, strengthen me where I'm. I'm right. weak, you know. So that's why I feel like that's why life is easier and better for me when you know when you're married because this person, you know, helps you. Like, you know, I'll tell you a little bit about this later. The week I had and my birthday and my real dad and stuff. It's it's too tender mm-hmm. to talk about right now. But I needed you to be like, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't do it like that. Can yeah, you? like yeah. You, you gotta. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I don't want to. Everybody's against me. I will <laughs> defeat all the enemies. And you were like, you cannot do. Yeah. You cannot do. You know, and uh that's the give and take of marriage, right? And it's part, sometimes it's part of your personalities that we don't like. Yeah. That that you need in in that time. And I think um, you know, we'll get to this later in in the things, but that's that's the beauty of of marriage and then not having to do these things alone. Yeah. Right? Because sometimes you just want somebody else to be there with you to say, man, this sucks. Yes. And then them just to echo like, this does suck. Yes, like, You are not tripping. And that's one of the things I've been learning to just be like, bro, this sucks. No more adding, no more this and that. Just just agree with me that this sucks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so.
0: It allows you to um, feel your feelings. And the problem is that where I might wanna take 18 days to like feel my feelings and like just be sad, it may, you know, you're very quick to move on, but somewhere along the way you've not just taken one you say okay Melissa needs a little more time she wants 15 but I'm gonna give her five (laughs) and then we got to get up and keep going and that's helped me to not take you know 14 days to get over it Um, and even yesterday uh, we finally hit you know over a thousand registrants for the love hour conference thank you to everyone who has registered thank you so much I'm so excited and it was really like I don't know a full like this is being this is successful it's not what you wanted but things are going well enough given the circumstances that you were given be happy and like sit in that moment instead of uh dwelling on what could have been because the fact of the matter is it will never be
1: and so the funny thing is you were that for me too Mm -hmm. like for the tour Mm -hmm. i was like i ain't going back on tour until i can be sold out and you know like i used to be and you said kev but a sellout might be 50% or 75%. Mm -hmm. And while that's true, what it really helped me to realize, it's kind of crazy that it helped me realize it before (laughs) you did, Mm -hmm. is that we can't look at this year and the, the fact, the, the future Mm -hmm. as if going as as going back to normal of what it will be. It's, how do we adjust to what it is gonna be? Not what we used to think it was, not what we think it might be, Mm -hmm. but what it actually is. What it actually is. And that helped me to realize like, man, I might not even go on tour at all this year. If I do, it'll be greatly different. I might not make the money. I might not even be able to sell. All these things might be different. Um, And that's not always bad. No. You know what I mean? Because in some ways uh, we learn good things that we will need as well, so. Yeah. So yes, there. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. okay. Ready for number two? Yes. Okay. Number two. Sometimes the pause is necessary to reconnect.
1: This this one is so true for me. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking this morning. I meant to tweet it. I have not used my suitcase. In like...
0: Remember suitcases?
1: <laughs> the airport? In like... What is this? Almost July? Mm-hmm. Going on almost four months. yeah In my... I can't even before we toured Crazy, I was be, you know, I would have at least a Saturday. Yes. That I you Every know when weekend. I was baby Kev on mm-hmm. stage, three weekends out the month, I'd mm-hmm. go at least one day and come yeah. back Sunday morning. Um and even outside of that, like we would go
0: somewhere. Yeah.
1: We would go on vacation. Like I literally we put our suitcases in the garage, we moved to this house, and they have not moved at all. I mean, I've been going in there and taking stuff out, like <laughs> extra flosser, you know what I'm saying? Like and um, at first I was, I remember the first two weeks when we were off, me and Tahir was like, well, let's just do these things because we'll probably be back on April 1st. Uh, no. 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 And then it was like, because we were forced to slow down, you are forced to look at things that you would not have had to look at before. Right. Like our current our, our, the pace we were currently going at mm-hmm. was more than likely too fast. Yeah. Right? This one girl tweeted, I don't even know her, I don't even know how it came on my timeline, but she was like, I, don't, I think we don't understand that the pace we were all moving at was not sustainable. It wasn't. Right? For our marriage, there were some underlying things that were not being addressed because of the pace, right? Because of the routine, because of parenthood, right? Eventually they were going to come out. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Boys, you know, boys are going to be done yeah. in our lives soon. Isaiah's starting high school, um, next thing you know, he's gonna be starting college, mm-hmm. right? So that was gonna remove some of the pace. Right. But the problem is, un, this is like an untreated symptom. Absolutely. right? So it's kinda like when you have a sickness, the best thing you can do is catch it early. Mm-hmm. Later on, you would've built some resentment because you were gotten used to something for years right. that you'd only really been gotten used to for either months or maybe a year or two, right? right? Um, so, having to sit down and literally not be able to go anywhere, and having to really look at yourself in the mirror, and look at your marriage in the mirror, and look at how you've acted, and how you and the habits you've you, yes. you've accumulated, and how you haven't addressed them, you haven't had to address them because of the pace, right? You know what I'm saying? Um, of our lives, and really in so many ways, a lot of our life changed yeah. over over the years. Everyone's. everyone, but I mean, like us specifically, oh, our mm-hmm. business model. You know, even our relationships with friends, like stuff changed. You know, so uh, I, I I hesitate to say I'm grateful for the virus because I don't mean it to come out like that. However, what I mean is, without this, you know, complete standstill, absolutely, there's things we would not have addressed in our marriage that I think are going to be important for the next phase of our life. Right. You know, I feel like uh, things are going to get better eventually, and we're we'll moving to more success and. It's kind of like, I don't know if you remember, early in our marriage, early, early, when we were dumb, playmakers dumb, and we had flown this girl out to, uh, to see our play. Okay. Remember this? Uh-huh. No. Okay. Name was, uh, I won't say her name. I don't even know if that was her name. She was big in the play world from Detroit. Okay. And, oh, I do remember. I do. Okay. Flew her out. She loved our play. So she was like, I'm taking y'all on tour. I immediately bought Melissa a laptop that was filled yep. with viruses. $500. It was so mad. Thing never worked. All you, as soon as you open it and bought it from a friend. And I, I gave it to her, like, obviously I'm gonna be on the road now. Yes. We we're gonna need to be up, to talk to you. Here's your own laptop. And I thought we were gonna be on tour. And we were not. And we did not move anywhere. The laptop never worked. I was just out of fire. Home. And then I realized later that I didn't even have the integrity. Uh not the integrity. I didn't have the necessary skills to even sustain going on tour Mm -hmm. at that time Mm -hmm. in our marriage Mm -hmm. so it was a blessing that it didn't work out Mm -hmm. and i think i'm praying that god has allowed our marriage to repair some of the things that were broken or missing so that as the next phase happens we can do it together right as opposed to me doing things the way i've been doing them my whole life which is i'll do it myself Mm -hmm. right that that wasn't sustainable but there was no reason to change yeah right or i wouldn't listen uh to the reasons for change and now that i've it's become painfully obvious, even therapy. Like I wouldn't have even gone to that mm-hmm. as much if it weren't for this. Um, and even the doggone pandemic removes one of the, well, I, I go into the offices like, uh yeah. it's far. Now because of Zoom, I really can literally yeah. just go in the garage and, and do it. And low key therapy has been helping our marriage leaps and bounds. Yes, And it's just not even like marriage therapy. It's personal.
0: Because you show up better. You show up better, Mm
1: -hmm. and you realize the things in therapy. The way you treat everyone is also reflected in your marriage. Absolutely, right? So, uh, again, I just wouldn't have done that with without that. So the slowdown was necessary, but we got it, and now, Lord. we learn our mistakes but i want
0: to encourage people that if you are having a hard time because i know even sometimes i get really anxious about okay i'm ready to go back to life like you will never have this opportunity to reconnect with your family members like this probably ever again yeah like there will be no other time where you really can just you're just at home looking at each other so like really trying to make sure that we're taking advantage of this time because once it's gone and life is back to normal and you start getting into those old habits you'll never have this opportunity again so just making sure that we're taking the opportunity to kind of cherish these moments for what they are be you know they're rare and you may not you may not get them again um the next one honesty while uncomfortable is required for growth i think this is probably the one of the biggest lessons that we've had which is If we're going to sit down and we're going to talk and we're going to have true communication about what's going on in our marriage, what's going on with me personally, what's going on with you personally, you have to be honest. And sometimes that feels like a challenge. Mm. Sometimes you want to be defensive. Mm. Sometimes you want to attack and you have to sit there, take it because that's the only way that you're going to grow.
1: Yes, I so for a per- person like me who's competitive, mm-hmm. I want to win in everything, and hey. I want to win. <laughs> I'm tired of losing. <laughs> I want to win. <laughs> Taking that ide- ideology into marriage is not healthy. Yes, right. And um unless
0: you, unless your competition is the you yesterday, right. Mm-hmm.
1: And um go ahead and say what you're saying because I lost it. Oh, oh honestly, while comfortable, the yeah. for growth.
0: There's nothing
1: harder. Then to hear a truth about yourself that, you know, is true and your partner is not saying it from an angry place, mm-hmm. but it's really telling you in a way that you can be better and having to sit with that like this is actually a weak spot for me. Right. And I have to uh, I have to own that and i have to get better and it's not necessarily a quick fix right so that's what that's why you know people always say marriage is
0: hard work like a lot of that is inner inner work most of it right. <laughs> is inner work i think the reason I mean, not only is like the reconciling of two lives and figure out like, okay, this is me, this is you, how do we become we, what does that look like? That is hard. But part of that is making sure that I am, again, showing up as the best version of myself. I'm showing up in the way that I want to show up, in the way that you need me to show up. Making sure that that happens, that's all, that's internal. That's all self-work, that's inner work. And that's why um, even going to couples therapy obviously is very important, but even more important than that is going to your own personal therapy to get that personal development and figure out um, the root causes and issues of why you're acting and doing the things that you're doing so you can have a more productive conversation with your spouse
1: and it's also like hard to realize you have been trashed in this way yes like to really i remember the other day there was this thing on twitter it was like ask your spouse or girlfriend Mm -hmm. or, or how have you been misogynist right and then listen to them. Mm -hmm. And Melissa, for her to tell me like, well, this way and that way, Mm -hmm. and just be like, ah, you know what I mean? Like nobody wants to be bad or wrong. Nobody wants to hear, here's the ways that you hurt me. Here's the ways where you have been careless or condescending or whatever that is. But if you don't do that, like if you don't own that part of your process, then you're really being unfair to yourself and you're being unfair to your partner Absolutely. and therefore to your children. One of the things I learned in therapy, we have this thing called shadow work. I feel like we talked about it We have. Time. I
0: love this to say it.
1: And she was saying how if you don't do the shadow work, and shadow work is basically, you know, the sun shines on you, but it always casts a shadow, right? So everybody has some parts of them that they need to work work on, and if you don't do that, you're just going to pass it off into your children. Right. So one thing I I carry is I don't need help. Yes. I don't want help. Mm-hmm. I can do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Right? I've never said this to my sons, Mm -hmm. right? Never said, I don't need your help uh, overtly. I do say, I got it. So when I'm struggling with the trash, uh, Joe will be like, hey, you need help? I'll be like, I got it, I got it, I got it. Struggling like crazy. Then I realized Joe starts, he started to do that. And it's because he's seen me. Absolutely. So he'll struggle. This little strong boy. Yes, he did. Literally picked up a love seat and put it up and from the living room where it was, you know, Sitting. sitting. Pushed it all the way and then up the steps. It was just by one himself. step, but still. Right? And it's a heavy thing. It's yeah. not light. Yes, he did. And I'm like, how did you do this? And he was like, oh, I just did this, you know, blah, blah, <laughs> blah. And I realized I watch him struggle to do stuff now because I've said so many times in my life, I don't need help. Yep. And now he internalized, I don't need help. So now I'm working to undo that because even small things like that, they grow into like – uh I don't need help in in, yep. in the trash or this or in life, and now it's hard to ask for help. Yeah. And that's one of the things I'm trying to break in my life. And and if I don't, I now he's only 11, yeah. right? And I'm I'm trying to undo that. But if he went his whole 18, 19, 20, I have now passed on a negative trait of myself to him. Yep. Un, un unknowingly, yeah. right? So I'm glad I can change it now. And um, I I. Uh, am adjust and I can actually say actually Joe it's okay to help yes I do need your help yes and because he's so young maybe he forgets all the bad parts of me and remembers the good stuff but uh I I can rem- I can remind myself that I can change that in him right um and but that first takes me acknowledging it and then realizing it and then changing my behavior so that I don't pass off the negative parts of of me to him and that's that's even more of a reason to to do the self work uh, it's more of a benefit I should say but I really had to do it for myself. And then you, you know, because you end up passing off the trauma of your life and he doesn't even end up having the root reason for why I had that. No, He just does it because he He saw me do it. it. I actually have a root reason that we'll talk about in another episode that I figured out in therapy, (laughs) which was crazy. Let me tell you what therapy teaches you, Josh. Your dog on childhood. Oh my God.
0: the root of everything.
1: Boy, when I tell you, it always comes back to that in some way or another things you did not realize were like pivotal moments that just felt like moments in passing were like shaping moments. And that's not even like in my instance, even when it didn't come out of malice Mm -hmm. or, or intentional pain, it's shaping. Now, Even if, now if you did actually have that or some emotional trauma stuff, then it's just gonna be magnified. Good. But you don't realize how one conversation, it's kind of like that Talladega Nights, like Ricky Bobby's dad saying yeah. you ain't first, you're last. Yeah. Yeah. Hi one day, mm-hmm. and the dude really lived his life like that. And it's comedic, but that's what happens a lot of times. Absolutely. Your parents, your you know, people you look up to, the way they treat you, uh, it shows up in your life so many ways and you end up recreating the relationships you had or you wanted to have in so many different ways, and the worst part is you don't even know it. Yep, you don't even acknowledge it. And I remember in my last session, I realized like this is kind of how people who are in abusive relationships they move on to another partner and, and then they recycle up in the same thing mm-hmm. because it, you somehow create the same dynamics in, 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 in these relationships. That you had in a
0: person mm-hmm. before And that's not victim blaming by the way
1: No 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 yeah. not not victim blaming at all Please don't cancel me please don't cancel me Please. Don't cancel no I just
0: me. want to be clear that the, yeah. the point there is not that it's your fault
1: Right right you just Because of your hurt that's not repaired You end up unknowingly putting yourself in the same position And bringing that out of people yeah. or whatever And it's it's. I'm realizing In every way and therapists They think they're so clever mm-hmm. they never just say This is why they're like anybody do you think That is why do yeah. you think it could be cause of this And I'd be like <gasps> But you knew that. Don't yeah. be asking
0: questions to get me to say it. they be like, but then if I just tell you the answer, you cannot come and pay me <laughs> weekly. <laughs> Uh, one thing that you can spend your money on that would actually help you is a grocery st- service. I want to tell you about Thrive. Thrive. They can help you get high-quality organic and non- GMO groceries delivered to your door for a lot less than you're paying right now and help out families in need. Listen, for every um, uh, ad sponsor that we have on the podcast, and I'm going to take my, a little bit of time with on this one so y'all can get me in the comments if you want to. We have a, a conversation Conversation with one of their representatives and we talk about the brand and I got on a phone call with thrive and the representative was talking about how they're doing a lot of things again in the community helping those and I was like okay so listen that is really cute I really love that you guys are doing all the things in the community but as a black woman what's important to me is black lives matter Yay. so in all of your giving are you giving to Black Lives Matter? And the woman was with the shenanigans, y'all. She said, yes, ma'am, Miss Pam. I'm Miss Pam in this instance. We are giving to the Black Lives Matter movement. And I was like, bet. To Sign me up. So I want to tell you guys specifically a little bit about what they're doing. And then, of course, I'll tell you about what we got from the delivery service. Co-founders Nick, Sasha and Gunner are starting, uh, starting their giving by donating $50,000 to the Black Lives Matter movement. They also have within... Um, Uh, like internally they have a uh, employee type donation where they will match the monetary donations two to one and currently as of early June they were at about $62,000 so shout out to You Thrive for being with the shenanigans and um, I feel like especially when we are all looking for ways to be active and get active and sometimes um, we don't always have the monetary resources to buy your groceries and to donate I get that that's just the reality of life, and so if you can support a brand that you know is also supporting movements and causes that are near and dear to your heart, two birds, one stone, or one or one dollar. So, what did we do? We supported um Thrive. I got listen, y'all, I got some scallops, I got some um lobster tails. They have all types of groceries on here, but I was like, listen, my grocery store doesn't have good seafood. Y'all seem to have good seafood, send it to my house. So, it is in my freezer right now. I will be using it. I was gonna make it for uh, Father's Day, but I forgot to take the fish out, so don't don't judge me. But um, I will be using it. It was delivered to my house. They had it nicely sealed. It was cold, it was fresh, good to go. Thank you, Thrive, for making it easy for me as a woman and mama on the go. Um, Try Thrive Market and become a member risk-free. Go to thrivemarket.com slash love hour. Join today and you'll get $20 in shopping credit toward your first order. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash love hour. To start your free, risk-free trial membership and get $20 towards your first order thrivemarket.com slash love hour Love hour. and while we're all talking about um what you what were we talking about making your life easier is what we were talking about while we're talking about things that you could do to make your life easier we want to shout out blue chew make
1: your penis hard easier
0: make your get to a harder penis easier
1: yeah blow some backs out
0: listen to me carefully y'all if you attended my conversation with Goody howard We all know that pleasure is your birthright. You deserve, we deserve all the things to include pleasure and one of the things to get there is through an erection. And if you're not getting the erection that you deserve in these quarantine times, child, I'm gonna need you to try some blue chew. all right. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Y'all know what it is. BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use promo code love. All you're going to well, do is pay $5 for shipping. That's blue, like the color, B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code love. Try it for free. Just pay $5 for chi- for shipping. Y'all know we love Blue Chew.
1: And we love hard penises.
0: And you deserve a hard penis. The
1: strongest penis. Your penis will be a bodybuilder. Like where the coochie at? Where the coochie at? I'm up in here. Mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. And if you need it, it's your responsibility to ask for it. Get Bluetooth, which brings me to my next point. If you need something, it's your responsibility to ask. And if they ask for it, don't make them feel like they're always asking for something. I actually would say this is something that we struggled with. As i've gone through my own just say it campaign and i was like trying to say all the things and like let me get this out so we can deal with it and talk about it and work with it i realized you can like word vomit and it becomes too much and so i would feel like and this is why i can't say anything like i have to like help him and like protect him and make sure he's okay so let me not say all the things and then kevin would be like no tell me because i want to fix it but then i would see like deflation Mm -hmm. and so it was like this i don't know this weird kind of dance of like i don't know i want to say something but i can't say something i want you to say something but also please don't say anything it was just weird kind of dance and so trying to find um the correct balance of ensuring the things that are important to me and not just me but important to you as well that we both have the space to say these are the areas in which I need you to show up for me different. These are the areas in which I need you to show up for me better. These are the areas in which you are not showing up for me at all. And I need you to yeah. having those type of like honest conversations. Again, they facilitate grow- growth, growth, um, they help to prevent resentment from settle from settling in but it also if i need you to do things different it's my responsibility to say something otherwise i have this resentment for all of these unspoken needs that i've never said to you
1: yeah and also what you do is you hold people accountable for stuff you've never told them right and and you feel like they should be better and also what happened in our instance you you don't say something about this or this Or this so when you finally say something it's so much to take in and the person receiving it doesn't even know where to start right as opposed to what I feel like you've been doing better at is um, hey actually for me I do so many things wrong I would like you to (laughs) point them out as they go along Mm -hmm. so I can remember okay this is what she said for that and it doesn't feel like you've been holding in things for months or years and then you hit me with all that yeah. at once, as opposed to, okay, hey, when you do this, it makes me feel like that. And I'm, oh, okay, okay, that's not my intention or that was my intention, didn't know it made, made you feel that way, blah, blah, blah. And then I can make adjustments on the fly, you know? So it's it's kind of like coaching in a sport. It's like waiting to the whole end of the game to say, oh, you did this wrong, that wrong, that wrong. Like you throw an interception, come over let's talk about what you saw. Here's mm-hmm. what you did. Here's what you did. Blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, now you can make an adjustment on the fly as opposed to at the end of the game. Right. You know, and where it's more. And then it feels like, cause for me, um, I'm words of affirmation boy. And mm-hmm. when you have to tell me, you know, X amount of things that I've done wrong, it's negative words of affirmation. Right. So, Telling me a thing here or two makes it more. I don't think even, negative
0: words of affirmation is mm-hmm. a thing, but I understand. Yeah, <laughs> words of deformation.
1: <laughs> Formation song by Beyonce. Uh, but telling me as you go along makes it more manageable, right? Because a lot of times in marriage, if if the thing in life, if the thing t- seems too. Uh, big to tackle, you just avoid it altogether, right? right? You're like, Me, you know, I messed up so many different things, I can't even begin to do anything right, so forget the whole thing. Kind of like that video I made today. The lady smacked herself in the face yeah. with that band It was like, you know what, working out stupid. Yeah, it is. Right? And that's what it feels like in marriage because <laughs> you don't want to do the hard work. So I definitely can say that you have worked uh diligently to do that. And what I have to do, right? Then. Is not make you feel away about saying it. Yeah. Right. So I have to let you know that this is a safe space with which to share your stuff. Because before I used to huff and puff, and then it's like in your mind I could see you being like, and this is why I don't say nothing. Because mm-hmm. every time I say something, you go off the deep end. Anybody saying all that? I'm mm-hmm. just saying this one thing. You feel like you know the whole sky is falling. So again, that's why I say it has to be, uh, you know, your own self work that you're also working on. And I remember telling you one night a while ago, like I have to work on making. Being a soft landing spot for your feelings, otherwise, then I've basically created the behavior in you that I don't want. Right right, 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 right. Which is something else I learned in therapy. A lot of times you do something and you create relationships with people that you don't want, but you set them up that way. Sure, that's good. You know what I'm saying? By the way you react, sure. the way you insert yourself into stuff, and then people respond based off that, and now you, you you're in the same same scenario. So that's good. Yeah, I'm having a good episode. Uh, but the thing is you kind of got to be like conscious at all times you know what i mean like you can't really float through marriage and if you're not having any issues in your marriage it's probably more because somebody's not being honest yeah both people are not being honest as opposed to your marriage is just that perfect because that's not realistic
0: and i think that was probably one even associated with this one of the things that i've learned is that i have to be Responsible for my own happiness. Yeah. And so if I need you to do things differently, I can't wish and then complain and never have actually said something. Yes. That's not enough. I actually. And I'm going to interrupt you here.
1: The person who doesn't know or hear just living life. Right, right, right. Which infuriates you. Because you should know I'm not happy, right. but you don't say. It, and they're just over here skipping, well, and doing they, double dust. And you're like you over here having a grand old time, and you don't piss me off, and they don't know. And i would be like playing FIFA. Like, you good? Mm-hmm. Okay, go. You know what I
0: mean? Like, which is infuriating. Right. But you haven't well, it actually helps, said anything. Right, and it helps to um, your silence helps to reinforce whatever negative oh. narrative you're replaying in your mind. Ruminating, yeah. And so you you create and then you have all of this evidence, yeah. seemingly evidence that supports your theory. Yes. But it's really your silence that's causing all of this. So I had to own. Oh, no, that is so true. It, didn't it hit
1: me on another level. But in your mind, right in your mind, you are the preacher and the choir. Yes. So your mind doesn't go and be like, bro, you tripping. Right. Your mind be like, yes. No one no said objection. W- no, it's your mind. Your mind is like, yes, he is tripping, girl. <laughs> like in my own mind, we all know you be tripping. They don't go against me. They be like, yeah, okay, she do be tripping. Mm, what you finna do about it? Nothing. All right. We with that too. Right. So that's what happens when you actually talk to the person. Mm-hmm. Sometimes just hearing that it wasn't my intention, mm-hmm. or I didn't know that you were taking this way, mm-hmm. I'll make an adjustment, then your mind is like, well shoot, now I, well dang, like now your mind has a reason to, to think differently. Right. But if it goes unchallenged, your mind will always defend and protect you. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So that's another reason why therapy is good, because that's an unbiased person, right? And they're not even the person you may be talking about, right? Because even to my wife, whom I love, it's sometimes hard to be completely honest about how I feel mm-hmm. because I don't want to hurt her. Right. But in therapy, I can talk about her how I want, What'd and you then be the, saying? I'd be saying amazing things. You're so <laughs> great. You're so great. But what happens is the therapist can ask questions that make you realize how you've been approaching appro- approaching a situation sure. incorrectly, and they have a way—at least mine does—of making you it seems silly, mm-hmm. like something in your mind that felt so real when it's when it's challenged a little bit. You're like, oh, actually, I was tripping, and then mm-hmm. your mind be like, yeah, you were, but we weren't going to tell you because we're on your side forever. Thing. so um but if you don't speak that mm-hmm. no one can challenge you yeah, and yeah, you yeah. and then the longer you do it the more reinforced it is and it's, it becomes and a that's how you feeling. build
0: um resentment now you had yes. years of evidence it goes back to um one of my favorite episodes where we talked about uh this is us we are them what is that this show? Is the- this is us <laughs> we are them <laughs> You
1: had it right. Sweet. And the black mom and you was like, that ain't right. Let me mess it up. We are them. Can you imagine? That show would not have made it past three episodes. It was called,
0: hey, y'all watch We Are Them. <laughs> but we are though we are though um, this is us where we were talking about the <laughs> dynamics between Beth and Randall and how she had those years of resentment mm-hmm. and he was like that's not at all what happened revisionist, revisionist history is history. It's one of my favorite lines mm-hmm. uh, but again that those are the dynamics and so we have to take ownership and responsibility of saying something I had to take ownership and responsibility of saying something and that's for again all relationships yeah Anything else you wanted to add? No. All right. Last one. Marriage. Last one? I mean next one.
1: I was like, that's not six. No,
0: See? sorry. Marriage is hard. Which we don't even have to go into this a heck of a whole lot.
1: Penises are hard too with blue chew.
0: Blue chew. Yeah. Um marriage is hard.
1: So our penises.
0: And I want to be clear though, because sometimes when couples are here and even I'm sure there will be comments <laughs> in this and be like Somebody this- said
1: we are them was on UPU. <laughs> Listen, we are them. There's no Beth and Randall. There's meth and Handle. <laughs> Listen, we couldn't really afford the budget the NBC had, so you don't say it's these people ain't in Pittsburgh. Oh my
0: gosh. I be I don't know. They're
1: in Scranton.
0: <laughs> Scranton. Oh. <laughs> uh, I know that there will be people in the comments that always will see. This is why I got to stay single. This is why it ain't even worth it. But I want to be clear. You can't get that, a hard like, penis single.
1: Helen, well, Goody Howard, you, you, you absolutely can. do a can. lot of things
0: with single. That thing looked like a Snickers. It did. No, it did. Oh, you're talking about the booty. No, no. That booty looked like cake but the penis didn't look like a snickers well, she has them on the website oh i didn't go it was
1: hungry why wait oh uh, you can stick st- that penis to the wall and you can get hit from the back and it's just the, a dildo. it was a
0: very versatile like, which situation way you want it? like girl i'm if, a
1: suction if, cup you can put if me on you on the, are in like, the patreon
0: listening to this and you haven't watched this i'm not quite sure what you're doing with your vimeo life. we
1: had to put it on vimeo it was so crazy josh had edited he said oh my God, <laughs> what y'all was doing on Zoo? That thing was on Zoo. YouTube turned it off
0: mid-live. They, they show, said, What you did, talking on no, here, Kev? a chocolate buff? You got a chocolate buff? YouTube said, No. <laughs> this is a whole chocolate cooch.
1: <laughs> I learned some stuff, though. I ain't going to hold yeah, you. Yeah, she was fantastic. The Rock anyway. is in the building. If you've watched the episode, you get that. You know why. The <laughs> Rock <laughs> Diamonds and forever. We put that suction cup
0: on that wall. Oh my gosh, eat that coochie till it fall. Hallelujah. We are everywhere and nowhere in this episode. Y'all gotta be. We did say good things. It's a whole nother
1: family on the Patreon. It really is. You're missing out on the inside jokes. I just don't know what else to tell you. It's a whole different
0: thing. Yeah, that was hilarious. Okay. Um, but what dang, what was I finna say? Marriage is hard work, and I don't say that as a way of like. Uh, to steer people off because it's really a beautiful it's really a beautiful thing like it's really really beautiful but what in life is easy like there's really nothing in life well maybe that (laughs) unless you're me um it's crazy yeah it ain't that easy for me but anyways the point is that it's really a beautiful thing and I don't want to deter people from that, but that's not to say that it does not come without its own challenges and, you know, series of growth that you need to, to be the best version of yourself for yourself and then for your spouse, because the same relationship um, characteristics that you're working on in your marriage are also going to impact your relationships with your friends, with your mom, Mm. with your siblings at work those skills are um, transferable and so it's not just something like I'm just working on my marriage and that's it these are skills that are transferable and you know on a resume you want transferable skills okay Um, did you have something you want
1: to say patreon is funny today Uh, nobody said Josh probably had to smoke a cigarette after editing that episode (laughs)
0: Actually, if you watch the episode, you know you shouldn't smoke cigarettes because it's harmful to your body. Dry up that coot. I've been drinking all type of water. You can tell. I know. Meanwhile, I had coffee today. Man, you got to drink your water. You need to be drinking your... That episode told you how to keep your body and get it right, okay? And while we're talking about body and keeping it right, I want to tell you about Third Love. Yeah. I have on a Third Love bra right here, right now, because they are fabulous. They do all the things that you need a good bra to do. They do not hurt. They do not irritate. They come in. Listen, y'all, we have been socialized to believe that nude is a color. It is not. It's
1: something you said to your husband.
0: Nude is relative to your skin tone, okay? We all think of nude, and you know there's an image that came to your mind, but what I'm here to tell you is that Third Love has the range of nudes, which was the number one thing where I was like, okay, I'm here for y'all, okay? I have completely overhauled my bras to be third love i absolutely love them i just got a testimonial from one of y'all like three days ago and anytime you send me a testimonial know that i'm sending them over to the brand thank you guys for supporting them for supporting us because they all work hand in hand okay third love knows is a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering my listeners 15 off really? your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash love hour right now to find your perfect fitting bra. And I know you're wondering, how do you find your perfect fitting bra, Melissa? Because I do not know the things. They have a 60 second uh, fit finder quiz. They'll ask you some questions. You'll answer them and then voila, voila, you'll be able to find your perfect fitting bra. And with that, you'll get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash love (laughs) hour for 15% off today. One more time, thirdlove.com slash Slash Love Hour. Love Find love your per- hour. perfect 15 bra. Get 15 percent off your first purchase, and let them know Miss Kev on stage sent ya. Yeah. How does it oh go? Oh my
1: <laughs> God, <laughs> Joshua. How does it, go? How does
0: it oh, go? I don't know
1: what you just did, <laughs> Melissa. What was that? What was how do you that? Do it? Oh, I gotta watch another replay. Hold on. How do you do it? I don't know what you were trying to do. <laughs> Let me watch the replay and see what you attempted. <laughs> oh
0: my God. How does the yaw thing go?
1: It, yaw is a sound you can do to many dances. I don't know what it but is. But there's
0: no dance move that goes to it? No. How do you yaw, Joshua? Oh,
1: stop, Lisa. <laughs> don't, don't ask that. Don't ask how do you yaw. I hear you the cringe,
0: cringe. I don't know uh, do the How do you don't <laughs> You are a black
1: mom. You are somebody's mom. You come you gonna get on boys come in here and do the ya. They're gonna be like, What are you talking about? Do the ya I know you did it on TikTok. <laughs> Show, Show your uncle, come on and FaceTime your uncle, do
0: this, oh baby, don't, don't I? You guys are making fun of me, but I think there is a dance to y'all. <laughs> you just no.
1: the list of y'all you could be doing, you could dad, uh, yeah, like oh, they just be saying that.
0: Oh, I didn't know that.
1: You can do whoa, y'all, you could do anything. It, <sighs> Just we're here. List. This is us. <laughs> this is our. Remember this. The bankhead. Bakehead bounce. This is, we, You can throw it. You can pull it back in. Stay right there. Okay. But don't don't venture into the 21st century with the children. Don't venture into the new land. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we're not gonna finish on No, nah,
1: we should just do the rest on Patreon, because we got a guest next week. When we if we're not gonna get through it.
0: Okay, so the next one.
1: How many have we even got through?
0: Uh, Marriage is hard. We still have ten, so that means we've gone through six. Yeah. Yeah. We We
1: never get it. Yes. We we we're never gonna finish it. We gotta even do a part two or do the rest on Patreon.
0: Okay, so let's just finish this out until we can stop. Okay. Okay. Don't ascribe a conclusion without giving your spouse a chance to answer. And what this means is we've all been guilty of this. I've been guilty of this. Kevin's been guilty of this. I think this is something that we both can work on. Mm. And that is finishing the book, writing it out, seeing the writing on the wall, and you've never even asked your spouse to begin with. You've never even had the convert. You just... Okay, if I go and ask him, he gonna say that, and we gonna end up that I'm gonna say that. You know what? It ain't even. I don't even feel like I don't have all that type of energy with me yep. right now. So let's just know
1: I'm super guilty of this, and what happens is, basically, what you're you're not allowing your spouse to grow.
0: You're not allowing your spouse to grow,
1: right? You're you're basing it off of previous interactions, yes, right? And some of your behavior, the spouse' my behavior might have been changed or whatever, and you don't. Give them the opportunity to change, right? And there's been so many instances in our marriage that I've asked you something that I've already decided what your answer is going to be, especially the last three to five years. And I just asked you to confirm what I already think you're going to say. Mm-hmm. And then when you answer differently, I am so shocked that I have to be like, I oh, don't know. So you didn't hear me. What I was asking <laughs> was this. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, no, no, that's, uh, that's cool. I'm like, but before you wouldn't say that. And remember one time recently, you were like, yeah, that's how I felt before, but I don't feel like that anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, But this is not what I told myself. (laughs) Right. And I would have carried that forward for God knows how long, you know, had I not given you the chance to answer. Right. And and I really had to eat my words a couple of times because you have been doing your own work. Right. And you don't always you don't always say, oh, hey, Kevin, guess what? Yeah. yeah, I have kind of grown in this area. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it kind of comes up in in pieces. the moment in pieces in conversation or whatever but we're all uh, kind of we're kind of always holding our spouse to the last version of sure. them that we remember and and it's unfair mm-hmm. and you actually will be so sub- now of course if you ask them and or and they they do it and that's one thing but uh, in our instances there's been an there's been enough for me to where i'm like let me just ask her before i even form my conclusion because sometimes i have formed a conclusion so hard when you answer a different way I can't even process it Right Because I was so prepared for one answer Sure So now I'm like let me just ask her before I form a conclusion That way I can actually deal with it Because then it'd be like oh, she, she lying Yeah It'd be so different than what I thought I don't even trust that it's really right. how you feel And that's also unfair You know what I mean
0: That was good um, Next one I'm going to run through them a little faster You trying to hurry up so we can finish We don't have enough time either way Okay Parenting <laughs> is hard this goes to it. Don't describe and listen to your yeah. partner and don't accept. So right here. Parenting is hard. I think, um, first of all, parenting is hard, period. From the moment you have a plus sign on a pregnancy stick, like from that moment forward, pregnant, parenting is hard. But specifically as your kids get older and even more specifically in this day and age, raising black children and having these conversations that you have to have continually, and they're even more... I don't know, important right now that you have the of more uh, paramount that you have these conversations right now, given the climate of America to throw all of it away, throw the kids away, throw parenting away, the manual that didn't include all of these things that we needed them to and like throw it all Literally, away. You
1: cannot even talk to your parents about this part because our parents didn't have as much mm-hmm. of in your face conversations about racism with us. Because it wasn't like that right. f- for us. You know what I mean? Like,
0: Well, I think some parents are, were, but I think for. I because, meant me and you. Yeah, specifically, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Parents, yeah, not they didn't.
1: All black people. Yeah. You know, because we also lived on military bases, which is a different world, right. right? I mean, there's obviously there's racism in the military, but it's not as much. You're definitely more sheltered. More sheltered, is it Because I had some bad interactions with military police, dude. Don't drip. Police is police. Right. Uh, but, you know, a lot of the racism in schools didn't happen on a military basis because all these kids don't have no friends either. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so we could I said all that to say I couldn't even turn to my parent. We couldn't turn to our parents for this part because they don't have no thing. And then the pandemic, nobody has has lived through that. The last one was 1918 through, through 20. Um, so there's no one alive that we could talk to that's not decrepit that could help us. <laughs> Decrepit. Yeah. Like, like Crip keeper. Like. Why are all
0: your old people living through the the apocalypse? Every, every
1: voice is that ugly girls, gollum, decrepit old people. Is our, it's all the
0: yeah. MIB people. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: Let's stop. I have to do do and I need to take a break. I've been I've had that much coffee, and I I just need some okay, time. Okay, go so let's just do the rest on patreon or another we day. have to
0: close out the episode
1: i br- let's close it because i've i've been holding it for the whole time and i just really got it to do
0: all right so thank you guys so much for joining us for today's episode 16 lessons in 16 years and we did not get through all 16 lessons um we there was a lot of vulnerability in this episode and if i'm being honest i know that's one of the reasons you guys i'm gonna excuse you because i might make this long. I'm Regina
1: King. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, you can finish. Okay.
1: Jesus Christ on the cross. <laughs> <laughs> um, sloppy, man. you had two cents. <laughs> I know, but it you was it activated cents. something in me
0: back in minutes okay uh while kevin and i kind of made a decision about how much we would share and um that last one went a little bit deeper than i probably wanted to but part of the reason why is because i've seen that listen social media is mean and people are mean and i've had like a bit of my own I don't know, vulnerability hangover, as um, Brene Brown says. So um, I pray that everything that we've said, uh, you heard our hearts and that it was helpful to any of you who may be, you know, going through some of the things we've gone through. 16 years of marriage is a lot of lessons to be learned, a lot of lessons that we have learned. And um, I just pray that we were able to help someone. With that said, I want to remind you about the Love Hour Conference that's coming July 10th and 11th. As I said, we just crossed over um, a thousand um registrants I actually think we're probably closer to 1200 so thank you to everyone who made the switch and decided when i rocked you rolled so thank you so much um i want to thank our patreon audience for rocking and rolling with us so hard so tough like seriously i really appreciate you guys if there is someone that you guys want to see on love hour after dark child send them my way after Goody, i feel like i got it up the love after dark so send me some people that you guys are interested in and I think that's it until the next episode bye